Progression on me, progression on three. Welcome to the Tulsa Progression Podcast. Here, we love to talk, teach, and learn local music. Remember to give your opinion because here, your opinion matters. Now, introducing your host, the creative, King Spencer. Thank you, good looking. <laughs> Yo, welcome to the Tulsa Progression Podcast where we talk, teach, and learn Tulsa music. And remember to always give your opinion because here, your opinion matters. I am your host, King Spencer. And man, it's such an honor to be back on the show. You know, um, before I took my little hiatus, I spent a couple weekends. Uh, one weekend I went to New Orleans, and then that following weekend I went to New Orleans. And then the weekend after that, I came back and moved out of my apartment. And by then, I was just like, man, F this podcast. Let me get this stuff together. But, you know, here I am in Toronto, 66666. And um, I got a Sunday morning free, man. So I'm happy to be back on the podcast, yo. We got some fun stuff we're going to talk about today. But before we get into it, I just want to tell you guys a little bit about my weekend. I flew out here to Toronto this weekend uh, for the Caribbean um, Toronto's Caribbean Carnival, also known as Carabana, one of the biggest Caribbean festivals in the world, right here in Toronto. And boy, was it dope! It's it's such an honor to be here in Toronto amongst all these different these different cultured people. Um, I learned a lot. One thing that I really was inspired to do was you know check out my ancestry because. I'm having conversations with people here. So you see black people in Tulsa and it's just like, you know, we just black, that's it. You know, we just African-American, but it's way different here in Toronto. Like you see a black person here, when they open their mouth to talk, every, like the majority of people sound cultured or bilingual. Like it's not like at home. It's like, and then when you have a conversation with them, it's like everybody I meet knows their, their, where they come, their background, their heritage, like they know their timeline. Like, oh, I'm 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 from Ghana. My people are from Guyana. My people are from Congo or whatever. You Jamaica. It's like it's so people are so strongly cultured here. But then I think back to where I'm from, and it's like, yo, I don't know like how much further my my bloodline goes beyond like. My great grandpa, like, I don't know. And I don't even know what we, like, I don't know where we come from. You know what I'm saying? So it's like really got me inspired to probably tap into that ancestry.com um, situation and just kind of figure out, like, yo, what am I? Cause I'm not, I'm not, like, I wasn't born, like, like my bloodline isn't America. You know what I'm saying? My people, like, I, I recognize with something too. And then, like, at the, Carabana Festival, all these people, no matter what shade they are, are walking around with their their national flag, and you see all kind of flags. But I'll tell you one flag that you don't see: you don't see an American flag, <laughs> because America is just like Canada. Nobody comes from America. Just like like this is a place. These are like new places. The only people who come from America are the Indians. You know what I mean? 
like black people don't come from America. You feel me? But I'm not gonna turn this into a history lesson. One thing I would say is uh I just really encourage everybody to if you anything like me, figure out where you come from, yo, so that uh so that you know you can you can have that that extra piece of you that you could pass down to, you know, your your children and your children's children. And you know, I think that'd be dope for me. You know what I'm saying? But moving on, um, one other thing that I wanted to speak on is the six god, man. Drake. Drizzy Drake Rogers, Aubrey Graham, man. This is where he's from, Toronto. And man, you feel the love here. Like people in Toronto really, really like you thought people in America love Drake. Bro, people in Toronto love Drake, man. Like he is the guy around here. And it just make it just makes me respect him that much more. Like I already was a huge Drake fan, but after coming here to Toronto for the second time and really just conversing with the people that's from here bro you really learn that like people actually like respect and honor drake you know what i'm saying he's like a michael jordan out here and you know we'll get more into it later on but like i've seen people loved like nipsey hustle that's somebody who i would say is the love is reciprocated i mean uh it's it's like equivalent you know what i'm saying like people really love nipsey hustle in in his neighborhood like where you like california you go to la and talk to people about nip no matter what color they are no matter where they from they like rep they recognize nip as a king you know what i'm saying and i feel like drake get that same energy here in toronto and it's just like mind-blowing but Moving on, man. I got three topics for you guys today. One thing we're going to talk about is what makes a city love an artist. The next thing is we're going to uh, chat a little bit about Nohezo's new tape, um, Half Evil. And the last thing we're going to talk about is what makes an artist popular. Those are the three topics for today. Can't wait to dive in. This is the Tulsa Progression Podcast. I'll see you guys right back after this break. Exclusive new beats for your new album or STEM education for your child. Mr. Hood's Business and Technology Academy has got you covered. Based in Cali, this Tulsa native is helping develop the next generation of STEM professionals and entrepreneurs. Yo, welcome back to the Tulsa Progression Podcast where we talk, teach, and learn Tulsa music. I am your host, King Spencer, and today we'll be talking about what makes a city love an artist. Um, This topic was inspired by my trip here to Toronto, like I was saying uh, before the break, that like people just love Drake out here. Like, no matter, bro, I'm going to tell you why Drake got the entire world sold up. Drake got the entire world sold up because where he comes from. Toronto is similar to New York, but I'll tell you something. Toronto is so diverse. Just driving up the street, you see like an Arabic, you see a, a Asian, somebody, I mean, not Arabic, I don't know, a, a, like a Muslim, an Asian, a black person, and like a, and like a, like a, European person all like in one group just like is normal you know what I'm saying and like where I come from in Tulsa that's not just so common to just 
you know, to just see so many groups of diverse individuals. It's not common. Most people stick to their to their race to the for the most part. Like for the most part, people get what I'm saying. If you're from anywhere, you know, that's not a major city, you you probably can relate that most people kind of stick to their race. Obvi obviously, we all you know associate with all races obviously but for the most part people's core group you think of five different people you know their core group is going to pertain of mostly similar race of mostly uh, uh the common race uh, uh, you get what i'm saying but here in toronto it's very different like a lot of the majority of groups that i see together are multicultural like different nationalities and i feel like that's why drake got the whole world sold up because not only are they multicultural groups but these these people are like going back to their homeland for the summer you know what i'm saying so it's like oh drake is my favorite rapper oh drake is doing big things and then you go back to guyana or you go back to china or back to to Zimbabwe and tell your friends and family about Drake and now it's like now those places are hip to him and I feel like that's one of the things that make Drizzy so big and so like so well known across the world and I don't even feel like I explain that the most powerful way it could be explained but all it is makes me wonder like man why what makes people love a person so much you know what I'm saying? Like, why do they love this person so much? Like, what did he do? Well, I kind of narrowed it down to a few things. And the main, the, the very first thing is accomplishments. Whenever you come from somewhere that I come from and you accomplish much, it makes me admire you. It makes, you know, that's what makes people love you. You know what I'm saying? Just your accomplishments in general. First place, second place, third place, national press, you know, breaking records when you achieve things that's what makes people gravitate towards you that's what makes people admire you i feel like that's one of the main reasons why somebody like drizzy is so well known across the world especially here in toronto is because of the things that he's achieved in music so the way that i apply that to myself or to anybody who might be listening is if you trying to get your rep up or you know just trying to be more more talked about more admired your accomplishments are going to be one of the very first things that drive that type of attention if you are achieving big things you doing things that's just unheard of or you coming in first place a lot man people are going to start to talk about you and they're going to put their eyes on you that's one of the main things that that i'm seeing the second thing that i feel like makes a city love you is what you give back so if you are experiencing a lot of success what are you giving back to your city that makes them you know appreciate you even more so somebody like drake you got ovo fest that's a huge way to give back just by using your fame and success to bring all these different a-list and b-list artists back to your hometown to give them a show in the name of where we come from you know what i'm saying that's huge i feel like that's one of the reasons why he's so huge 
You got the OVO basketball court that's partnered with the Toronto Raptors. It's like, that's huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine me being from Tulsa, Oklahoma, having, like, Progression Fest. You know what I'm saying? And then, not only that, but I've partnered with the Oklahoma City Thunder to make the Progression practice gym where, like, mainstream basketball players come to practice whenever they come to Oklahoma. That's what Drizzy is doing for his city. Like, that's huge. Like, that's unheard of. And I feel like that's the reason why this city loves him so much. And that's just the stuff on the surface that we could talk about. There's no telling what kind of grants and what kind of, you know what I'm saying, what kind of organizations and stuff that he got set up just to give back to the the regular communities in Toronto. But that's just on a massive scale. That's just national uh, that's just national stuff that he's done that like the whole world knows about. So that's the second thing that what what I've noticed that to make a city love you is by what you give back. So what what you accomplish is one thing. What you give back is the second. And then the third thing, which I feel like is probably gonna be the realest, because you can have these accomplishments and you can give back but none of those things will compare to what this third thing is and that third thing is the stories behind closed doors so i was having a conversation with one of the girls here in toronto that i was working with and she was just talking about like man yeah drake he used to come to the parties he was just so kicked back like before he blew up he was on this show named degrassi and like you know you could always see him out like at the at the uh at the mall like buying shoes and at parties and just at the store and he was just always good vibes i like that's dope like these are this is the story she telling me she ain't telling me how like he like was so snobby and like he you know you know what i'm saying even though it's his right to be that way if that's what he chose to do but that's not the story that she told me you know what i'm saying and it was another girl kind of piggybacking off of some of the stuff she was saying but that's just one of the things that you can't beat like you can be so successful and you can be you know you can give back all of these things like through your finances but none of that stuff compares to the conversations that people are gonna have about you that's what make people love drake right there is and that's the same thing for nipsey hustle when i'm in la Man, I've had so many, I've had countless numbers of conversations about people saying, yeah, Nip used to be right here and he would do this and he would do that. And yeah, Nip, yeah, like saying good things about him. They never saying, yeah, Nip punched my mama in her mouth or he flipped me off or, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I ain't saying that these people are perfect, but I am saying that the conversations behind closed doors go like this. And this is what makes people love you. So how do I apply this to myself? That makes me want to have the utmost generosity, the most straightforward, the most genuine person I could be. Because when people talk about me behind closed doors after I reach my highest level of success, that's what's going to really stamp me for who I am. And the same thing for you. Like, you could have all this success and you can give back all this stuff, but none of that stuff will relate to what we say about you whenever we talking about you behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? We gonna say, oh yeah, bro like, bro like kinda weird. Like, yeah, he got all these 
successes, but he's like weird. You know what I'm saying? He like, he like, he liked to talk to people's girls. He liked to, um, he was real disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? He used the B word a lot. Like, it's like uncomfortable. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, however you interpret it is how you're going to interpret it. But this was just some of the things that I've noticed. And this is some of the research that I'm doing. And just when you put a microscope under people, this is what make people loved. Your accomplishments, what you give back, and the stories people tell, tell the stories people tell behind closed doors. That's all gonna add up to your reputation and how much people admire you and love you man but that's our first topic for the Tulsa Progression Podcast I hope y'all enjoyed it I look forward to hearing more about you know what y'all think make sure y'all comment if y'all on YouTube um and shoot we'll be right back after this break yo what up this is Big Wayne 918 I'm the ultimate content creator from Tulsa Oklahoma if you need somebody to host an event make announcements i'm the man to talk to big wayne 918 you can find me on instagram and facebook at big wayne 918 shoot me an email the big wayne 918 at gmail.com be sure to like and subscribe to my youtube channel i have a whole lot of dope content it's where you can stay up to date on what it is i got going on so yeah big wayne 918 yeah. Yo, yo, what's going down? It's your boy King Spence back with the Tulsa Progression Podcast where we talk, teach, and learn Tulsa music. And remember to give your opinion because here, your opinion matters. So our second topic today, we're going to be talking about that boy No Hezo. He just dropped that tape, Half Evil, what, yesterday? Yeah, like <gasps> midnight yesterday. And yes, I have played it back. That mug is dope, man. Um, my favorite songs on that Half Evil project is going to be Chances and Made It Through. So my my opinion about this tape is that it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, Living Proof is still going to be my favorite. And after listening to Half Evil, I had to go back. I was like, let me go back and check out Living Proof and just kind of see like like what was I expecting. Because I do, I can't honestly say that um, Half Evil ain't quite what I was expecting it to be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I really um, connected with Hezo with like his pain, like the um songs like sins and uh bounce back and um uh kill satan those are like songs that i don't feel like he freestyled and if he did freestyle them it probably was like at a heightened moment of his life you know what i'm saying like those got some very interesting uh spirits inside of it that i really connect with but half evil I don't connect with as much as I did um, uh, Living Proof. It's uh, it's a few records on there that's dope, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like this story, the stories that he, he said in this one wasn't for me, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a lot, like I almost feel like he, he felt like, man, my fans ain't got nothing in a minute. I, I need to give them something. That's the kind of energy that I feel like I'm getting out of this Half Evil project. Although it's still dope, I feel like it's still Hezo. It's still follow his his timeline. But as far as it being like that classic work of art, like Living Proof is, like Living Proof got 
songs on there that I listen to still to this day. Like, I listen to a lot of bros music. So, as a fan, this is just my opinion. Um, I'll love for you guys to go listen to it and tell me what y'all think. Now, the music is still dope, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, like, I look at it like this. There's a lot of dope music that's coming out right now. No matter if it's from Drake, no matter if it's from Schoolie, 2 Chains, whoever, T.I., you know what I'm saying, Youngboy. There's all these artists in the world that's making all kinds of dope number one records and stuff like that, right? But all of it ain't for me, you know what I'm saying? But then you got all this dope music that is for me. So when I say that, Living Proof got like five records on there that I feel like is dope music that is for me. Whereas Half Evil only got like one or two songs, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, like Hezo saying his music, I take him to be a type of dude that's, you know, like that's occupied with other things, getting money, taking care of family, you know what I'm saying? Other things in music is like, you know, just a, a, a hobby or like just a pastime. That's the, that's kind of what he says in his music. Like, bro, his music is on the back burner. You know what I'm saying? And I get that. But as a fan, I think that, you know, if Hezo gave music a strong six months, strong six months, I mean, like, I really feel like that could really do something crazy. Something crazy. Because he already doing crazy stuff, and I don't even know if that's the narrative. But that's just my, what I think as a fan. Like, if we got, like, a, a six locked in the studio for six months version of Hezo, I think that that's what's gonna really like send a lot of his fans over the edge. You know what I'm saying? Cause that uh that living proof, that wasn't just music. That was deeper than that. That was deeper than just music, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's just too much real stuff that he said on there, and it's a lot of real stuff that he said on this half evil. But it just penetrate different. You know what I'm saying? It just penetrate. But I highly advise y'all go check that out. Go play that No Hezo Half Evil. Play back that Chances and Made It Through. You know what I'm saying? Those are a couple of my favorites, especially Chances. But uh, y'all play those, play those, that tape back and then go listen to Living Proof. And then come back right here, drop y'all comments, and let's create a dialogue. I want to I wanna discuss it. You know what I'm saying? This is the discussion board. But uh, shout out to No Hezo. Um, I'm happy that he finally dropped something. Niggas been waiting for a minute. You know what I'm saying? But he finally dropped. I'm looking forward to some more some more stuff. And uh yeah, man, let's 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 keep running it up. Let's keep turning up for Oklahoma. But uh this is the Total Progression Podcast. We will be right back. What's good everyone? This is IndiePod Media, a local hip hop news source organically curated in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We represent the whole state of Oklahoma covering news, sports, music, and much more. Give us a follow on Instagram and head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe now and stay up to date with people you like to hear. Shout out to the Tulsa Progression Podcast for keeping everything going. Yo, what's going down? It's your boy King Spence, and we're back. Welcome to the Tulsa Progression Podcast where we talk, teach, and learn Tulsa music. And today we'll be talking about what makes an artist popular. Um, that is a fun topic, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's almost every every artist's goal is to be like popular, right? If not to get money, it's to be popular, be famous, right? 
and I feel like these days with it being so many, like we at the we at the height of artists coming out right now. There's so many people, everybody and they mama rap, literally. Everybody makes music. So what makes somebody stand out? What makes somebody popular? And that's what we'll be discussing. I feel like, see, I came up with three things. I feel like it's three things that make an artist popular these days. And the very first thing I think is controversy. I think controversy is the number one thing, you know, maybe not number one, but it's definitely not something to be slept on when it comes to making an artist popular or and not even making an artist popular, but keeping an artist's career alive, controversy. Now, whether that be who you dating, who you broke up with, what what you did, going to jail, fighting somebody, slapping somebody, all these things are controversial moments that I feel like create artists' career. Let's think back to Boom Gang. Y'all remember Boom Gang started off just stealing stuff. And then he became, you know what I'm saying? Even though he wasn't really stealing it, you got people like, um, I mean, shoot, bro. I'm not about to sit here and list all the controversial stuff that artists done did. Y'all know just like I know. If you made the Shade Room as an artist, you, <laughs> you, your career is probably still alive. You know what I'm saying? If you did anything controversial that's worth like the Shade Room posting, you, your career is still thriving. You hear what I'm saying? The music don't even gotta be amazing. As long as you're doing something controversial in the media, you probably gonna be getting streams. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that's the number one thing that's making artists popular today is just whatever controversial situations or scenarios they done got themselves into, whether it's fake or real. That's my opinion. Y'all tell me what it is that's making artists popular these days. I wanna know your opinion. But that wraps up this topic. Um, we'll be right back after this break. Exclusive new beats for your new album or STEM education for your child. Mr. Hood's Business and Technology Academy has got you covered. Based in Cali, this Tulsa native is helping develop the next generation of STEM professionals and entrepreneurs. Yo, welcome back. Um, that wraps up this episode of the Tulsa Progression Podcast. I appreciate y'all kicking it with me today. I look forward to hearing from you guys in the comments. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you don't follow on Spotify or Apple um, Podcasts, make sure you go search the Tulsa Progression Podcast and hit that follow button. Subscribe if you're on YouTube. And man, bro, I appreciate you guys tuning in. That wraps up this episode. Hey, I'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Progression on me.